0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. ESPN News. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. All right, Arizona, Green Bay. They square off tonight on Thursday night football. In the big toaster. Is this the most important game so far of... Arizona season.
1: The next game is always the most important game, Max. Oh boy.
2: He's been around me. <laughs> yeah, he's. What, he's what? You, you caught the, Keysha- that, the Keyshawn less uh, bug. Less of Max, more of me. One game at a time. Look ahead. Nothing you to lose. see here. Yeah, nothing to see here. You, <laughs> nothing you lo- to see here. You lose when you look ahead. So this is an important game for both sides. They got to stay. Arizona's got to stay on pace to get the first round by. But th- I think Arizona... We'll lose a game or two this year, so they're yep. not going to go undefeated to automatically get the first round by But you don't want to lose a head-to-head battle with a team that's right there with you, one game behind you. I and mean, they, they've, they've had a huge win at the Rams. Which where, was a shocker. Where, and the
0: Rams I, are an excellent team. Was, they've been excellent since then. That was their signature then. win. That's their signature win yeah. thus but, far. Thus far, yes. But when, if we acknowledge that there's not going to be an undefeated team, let's just presume that's – especially in a 17-game season, right? It would so, be Arizona. Okay, so Arizona and Green Bay come in both with excellent records. Both expect to be fighting toward the end, yeah. right? And Arizona is at home. Green Bay is on the road. Arizona, they're both playing on a short week, but Arizona has more hands on deck right now. Yeah, they have absolutely
2: their, than Green Bay. They have their defensive coordinator. Green Bay doesn't. They have their wide receivers. Green Bay doesn't. Uh, they have their head coach. Green Bay has their head coach. They have quarterbacks. They got all everything. Arizona doesn't have JJ Watt, but Green Bay's defense struck is is not I don't know I don't even know what to call them. They're not good. Let's just say that. They're okay. You know, let me ask you guys a quick question. Where
1: do you have Kyler Murray in your MVP? MVP voting?
2: I mean he's right there with everybody else. What, no,
1: no, no. But tell me, like, what does right there mean? Because it, I, think, the I think it's gonna lead to my point. What, what do you mean all the same? Where do you have him one, two, three, I think
2: it, I, they're all bunched up. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, okay. Kyler Murray. So, but, if you that. Have, but if you have
0: a vote key, like if you're an MVP voter, you got to list them. So like, Oh, I'm a listing. That's well, what I yeah. just gave Go. you. No, 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 but I'm saying one, two, three, one, four, two, five, three. like that. Who, who, who
1: would be number one for you right now? And Maybe
0: Kyler. Maybe after See, like, Lamar just this lost. This is what I, I think tonight's to about that. Who
2: would be number one for me? Yeah, right now. Right now. What's your definition of MVP, though? It's your definition. Whatever your definition my, my is. My definition is the most valuable player to their team. Lamar? It would be Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I had Lamar. That's my definition. Okay. I had or Lamar. it would be Aaron Rodgers, or it would be Dak Prescott. See, I
1: think it's. I, I
2: think it's. Or most it would valuable, be Tom
1: Brady, most valuable player to their team, but also having a crazy successful year, yeah. which I think they're all doing.
2: The but all, I, I, I,
1: I think tonight is about that for me, mm-hmm. right? It's about oh, okay, Aaron Rodgers. Everything that happened in the offseason, he's category. He's catapulting back into that MVP conversation, and here is a team that. People don't like the way they played to a degree with the air raid system. you mean not, me. No, yeah. not you. Person. We Person. multiple Joseph people. Joseph Keyshawn Johnson. Well, He's we talking got multiple to multiple people on the show that said uh, Rex Ryan was even like the air raid system. You ain't gonna win nothing with that. Multiple people have said that. So. Tyler Kyler Murray's kicking it into a different knot. So for me, there's like, all right, who's going to take the Jay, next I step up that. In that conversation? I love that. I love that because, look. I
2: love Jay. You go right, he's going to go left on everything. No, no. No, but, No, no, no.
0: In other words, the angle that you're taking on this game, if you're a columnist and you're going to write the story of this game, the angle that's interesting to you is at the top of the MVP conversation, tonight we're going to see two of the candidates. Yes. Right? Yes. And, Absolutely. And, and the guy who we've seen this before with Aaron Rodgers, Dak when he was younger in the playoffs, so many quarterbacks. Almost beat them, and even they lead their team down the field, and it's and they score points. But if the ball's in Aaron Rodgers' hands at the end, he does things that you're like you're not supposed to be able to do that. So you're saying if Kyler Murray can overcome that, that yes, now maybe he takes the lead in the MVP conversation. Well, and you expect a shootout tonight. You but expect short,
2: a shootout tonight. Aaron Rodgers is short-handed. This is I hear you. Same, this is not the same snack crackle pop that it was coming into this week. But, guys, yeah. it,
1: that makes it even way more interesting. I agree. Because he is too. shorthanded. And we're still sitting here saying, "Like, I'm like, why do you guys have the Packers rank so high? You're like, Aaron Rodgers. Because we have this firm belief that Aaron Rodgers can do so much more with less because so he's too. too. So yeah, Ro- he,
2: he can do. But when you're I, losing two of your top I hear you. I weapons hear you. on offense S- – that's hard to overcome. So if
0: Rodgers, Jay, if he does. Are you saying? Because if you, I, th- I like this. If Rodgers wins, oh, certainly, oof. then it's like yeah. he hasn't. He's been on the outskirts of the conversation. But if this could be the game where his MVP <laughs> candidacy gains steam, yes. And if he does, the only without- reason
2: why he's been on the outskirts is because the conversation started after Week One.
0: Of course. Yeah, and of so course. after it started
2: Week One, and he played the New Orleans Saints. He was already behind the eight ball. Yeah, he, had, he only had yeah. His, yeah. His six padded practices. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Yes. Was a, he had to catch up to the gap, and then the other guys started playing yeah. well. And so he now had to make up all that ground. Yeah. And if he goes into the, as I like to call it, the big toaster in Arizona, you've seen the stadium looks like a toaster. If he goes into Arizona and he takes care of business against them, then you got to look at it and go – Okay, well, maybe he climbs to the front. Are you so are playing. you on Kyler right now? Like, cause, like, I am. Absolutely. Absolutely, because you're
1: undefeated and he's been yes, playing he's out of his mind. I'm the MVP.
3: Your, your yes. number one vote yes. goes to Kyler. Yes. Yours goes
0: to Lamar. My number one vote, it is so close right now. I have to say, this is how dumb I am with this really? stuff. Because Lamar just lost big, I, I, I might have Kyler number one at the moment. But I had Lamar until now. Let me tell you someone else, though. It's you could easily give it to Tom Brady. Easily yes. give, it to well, Tom right Brady. give it to Tom. Right there too. Yes. Yes. You if, give it to
2: Dak. You can give it to Aaron. But I like
0: Jay's angle because Josh if Rodgers wins this game, it nationally televised, prime time, Huge short game. rest, no receivers. Now he's going to jump up in people's mind. He's going to be on the front of people's minds. When they think, think about of this. that narrative. Yeah, think about that narrative
1: tomorrow. Look what Aaron Rodgers did without his weapons. Well, you yep. know, we
2: just came in and we played the way we were supposed to play. <laughs> You know, that's just the thing that we like to do in Green Bay is just make sure that we get our jobs done around here. And if Kyler wins,
0: then even though, yeah, they're supposed to win there at home and everything at a certain point, like, beat, uh, everybody, beat, we're almost beat halfway.
2: Beat Aaron Rodgers. Beat Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and we're almost halfway through the season and they're and he's still undefeated. I, yeah, they're real. They beat Aaron Rodgers. What do you have to say now? Yeah. Then they I, – I, then they'll fall out of three in my ranking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel as if for, Air, for Gavidoro, Aaron Rodgers, keep your mouth shut this week. For Aaron Rodgers, he's he's kind of playing with gravy, right? Like, if, if they lose, okay, well, look how many weapons he was down. Like, that's what we'll say. Let's be honest about yeah, but it. He, but if they win, right, you're like, wow, look where he can go. If Kyler wins, you're sitting there saying, well, you know, like he did his thing, but like it still puts him a little bit of that well, notch ahead of Aaron Rodgers.
2: He will have beaten two pretty good teams. With or without the weapons, because right. Green Bay is still a decent team yep. and sitting at the 6-1 and one record that they're at. So you clearly Thank you, Max. would look at them and go, they're pretty good.
0: Pointer. I think it's a good point. Look, the, the, the dumb sp- – Sports guy take, which is my take here, is that the story. I, I, by the way, I have no I no, way, no shame in my game. yourself that No, no shame in my game. You're not a but dumb sports it, guy. But, but this is the dumb sports guy Stop. take. I didn't say I'm anything. A, I'm at a me. brilliant sports pundit. <laughs> but no, the point is, I didn't say The point anything. is, sometimes I recognize okay. when I'm making the broad, general kind of dumb yeah. guy take. But you mean like it's, jumping off a cliff? Get it. Go ahead. But, but no, no, that <laughs> was actually not the broad, general take. Don't <laughs> lose but the, the track of your thought. Yeah. stay with it. The point is that. The way we reduce these things, because 50-plus guys is too many people to keep track of. We reduce it in our minds, most of us. Certainly the narrative in the media is quarterback, coach. It's just easier to tell the story with fewer characters, right? So when Lamar beats Mahomes... And then Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Had he followed that up and there's Joe Burrow next to those dudes, Lamar is
2: gonna be number one in MVP for most people, I think. Yeah, see, Cincinnati, the, the Cincinnati game clunker. It wasn't it wasn't build up. It was kind of like Cincinnati yeah. Yeah. And, and can you even yeah. call it? And like- the reason Cincinnati is getting so much love is because people are prisoners of the moment. Now all of a sudden Joe Burrow 400 yards. Yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow, he's going to be the next. And
0: also, because now Joe, I think of it as like pelts on the wall. Now he got Lamar's. But what I'm saying about, or or Jay, what I think you're saying about this game, or what it seems to me you're right about the narrative is, even if all those excuses are built in for a Packers loss, if Kyler Murray hangs Aaron Rodgers on his wall next to Matt Stafford, all of a sudden that's going to gain momentum. And you're 8-0, though.
2: Eight yes. and so yeah. so it, eight and it changes the feel about the team as a whole. You know, it just you, you just like okay, well they're eight 0 Their your record indicates exactly what you are. You're eight 0 and, and you've taken down two big guns in the NFL. Yep. You've taken down the Rams and the Green Bay Packers. And so, who's next? So That's I get a chance. Yeah. I get a chance to do yeah.
1: Phoenix Radio every week, and uh, I was listening to sound. Oh, no before. wonder.
2: See, I knew it was an angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just told on yourself. Just no, saying. No, but no but if you listen oh, to him, if you listen point. to him. This, this he gonna always tell on him himself. What are you talking about? You gotta just listen to him. Stop it, though, man.
1: No. I was listening to Kyle Murray talk about how he felt like this year was so different because of the leadership they have in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Guys like A.J. Green. And mm-hmm. what that means when you're surrounded. Colt McCoy, A.J. Yes, Green, what JJ that means y. for your team. And they actually believe it. Like the culture has shifted there. That's a massive they, thing to hear. They've done a
2: major – they've done a major – I don't want to say overhaul, but they've – yeah, they've done a major overhaul in their running game, which is important because if they were not running the football – they will not be sitting but at 7-0. Oh. I want to say, mm-hmm. to Jay's
0: point just now, we, just recently we were talking about a team that made the mistake because they were young of not having any veteran. Oh, it was the Pelicans. Doris Burke yes. brought up For Zion, yeah. But, but the point is, when you're building and you want to go young you're and all that stuff – of and you, you need, that's even more reason, you absolutely can't get rid of the veteran. Pre- in fact, you should have well, they had strong veteran, veteran
2: presences in important positions. Well, they have veteran presence, they just added more. Mm. They added playoff experience. Mm-hmm. They added guys that been there before, long mm. tooth. You know, that's what they added. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of basketball. Hey, hey NBA. I'm here. <clears throat> Jay, James
0: Harden who I keep saying rolled out of bed, showed up in Brooklyn looking a hot mess last year, fat and out of shape, was a walking triple-double with 30 points in wins, right? Mm -hmm. Looks the same way this year, but they're not winning, and he's not playing like James Harden. Listen to what James Harden says is going on, and then let's get into it.
1: My career, I've been blessed. You know, what I mean, just not having any surgeries or whatnot. So just this that whole process last year was just like frustrating and draining. You know, I love the hoop. Like, I uh, if it wasn't for the money, I'd still be hooping. You know, what I mean, so it was frustrating last year. It was draining for me uh, to know that I couldn't be myself and be out there on the floor and be you know the per- the player that I am. Yeah. Um, but I'm finally you know slowly getting back to it. You know, it just it takes a lot of hard work and and dedication, and it's gonna happen. But you got to just continue to, you know, keep fighting for it, and uh, I will. So last night at the game, I felt like I never saw James Harden get into his bag. Key rotations were really weird last night. Him and LaMarcus Aldridge, th- that chemistry is so far off. It, he has better chemistry with Nick Claxton. Than he does with LaMarcus Aldridge, and. You know, I, I started thinking last night I'm watching. I'm like, all right, Mike D'Antoni's not there. It puts a lot more pressure on Steve Nash with a lot of the sets that they're doing with Jacques Vaughn. I, I do think that James Harden will eventually find it. But, like, there's some gaps here with this team, man. They're older. A lot of their bigs can't move the same way defensively. I just watched Miami. So blitzing you, you were last there. You were courtside night. I was last courtside. I, Miami is there's J, best There's Jay-Z. Yeah.
2: Miami's
1: Milwaukee Bucks are the two best defensive teams the Knicks are probably there, too, in the Eastern Conference. But they just they swallowed them up last night. And it, it, I'm like, I wonder what this team could be with Kyrie. And that's the question you're going to start always I want, asking. I want to James talk can about get his Kyrie. Back. They can be there, but Kyrie is the missing piece yeah, for this uh, team. Let's four, talk about, about Kyrie.
2: Into the year, though. Yeah, yeah, but, but still. I, got another
1: I, 70-something games to go. That's what I'm thinking. I think they'll figure it out. Yeah. But Kyrie is the missing link for yeah, let, them to be
0: where they need to be. Let's talk Kyrie. Because he covers up a lot of these other issues. A lot of people, including me, noticed with, with Boston, without Kyrie they seem to be at least as good as they were with him. Hold on, you're as good as, Ky- as, good as Kyrie as you lose a player like that, and if anything, maybe you get a little better? Same thing with the Nets last uh, two years ago, right? Same thing. Or when he got to Brooklyn, it was like, wait a minute, why isn't the team much worse without Kyrie? If you point it out then, you got to point out now, that with Kyrie last year, without KD, just Kyrie and Harden, they were killing the game. And without Harden, but still with Kyrie, Kyrie and KD were smashing the bucks. Kyrie does seem to be the missing ingredient on this team. Why do you think that is, uh, Jay? I, I think when you have offensive
1: firepower, like Kyrie, James Harden, and KD, it covers up a lot of the flaws. Because like, you're scoring at such a high clip all the time. right? Because they're so special of players you know now when one guy's off it's a struggle for this team like, what are the chances of two guys being off not not high what
0: about the fact that Kyrie has said publicly KD's the first scorer he's ever played with where he could defer because he's even better than him and, and, and so like when he can play with KD he can be a point guard and with Harden he gave Harden the ball said you're the point guard so that frees up Kyrie to kind of
2: just play loose and be himself what, what, what's the panic though here
1: no, I don't think there's panic. I don't think there's panic. I, I think that because you're
2: because when, when you look at it, they've played four games, five games, mm-hmm. right? You have yep. so many more games to go. That whether Kyrie's in the building or not, I would think that they're going to get it together, right? Nobody's. I don't think you think Minnesota's getting ready to do anything, no. and they're sitting at three and one. You know, Chicago is undefeated, and Chicago will be a playoff team. But do you think Chicago could beat the Nets when they're fully geared up mid-year? I,
1: I think it would be an interesting series. Yeah, they'll lose an interesting series if Kyrie's series. not there. I think would will a very interesting, interesting series. But the
2: Bulls are. I, yeah, I, I Bulls thought are, that Bulls since they made the offseason moves. The they're going to be good. good. There's no question with lack, lack. Zach Levine and company, and in yeah. Ball and, and Caruso over there now, and who am I missing?
1: DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan. guys. Yeah. guys they, they, so they
2: got a they got a team. But I'm just saying, when you start to look at the Brooklyn Nets. Four or five games into the season, and their record is less than 500. There's no, don't panic in this situation. So, can I tell you
1: something else I saw last night? I'm not panicking, but I did see a veteran world championship coach in Eric Spolster run circles around Steve Nash. Mm. And I think as you start getting deeper into basketball, the evolution of where Steve Nash goes as a head coach will determine how far I think the Nets can go as well.
0: Let's stay right there on the coach. So there are at least three layers with Harden. To his own admission, he hasn't really played pickup and gotten ready because he's rehabbing, right? So he's not where he wants to be. That's one. Two, we mentioned Kyrie's absence and how, in a weird way, he's kind of the glue guy on this team. Legs and I were joking about this on the air yesterday. And now three, and I'm not putting them in order of importance. I'm just saying here's another level. They had D'Antoni on the bench last year. You mentioned this, Jay. D'Antoni and Harden can roll out of bed. Here's the ball. We know how to do this, right? Offensive genius. D'Antoni is not there this year. How much of an impact is that having on Harden? Well, I think James Harden will be
1: okay, but that familiarity and having a guy like that on the sideline that understands what positions of the floor he needs to put you in so you could be at your optimal best, I, I, I think is a huge missing thing. You know, talk about another huge missing piece. Jason Kidd, I think, is also another huge missing piece for the Los Angeles Lakers. We're also struggling. Frank Vogel is a defensive-minded coach. I don't think this team is going to have issues offensively, but still not having him there, I, I, I think there's something missing there, too, with about, I think Jason Kidd could have unlocked the Russell Westbrook situation a lot sooner. It's still going to happen eventually. But I think he would have found ways to have these guys operate with LeBron and Russell on the floor. I'd much rather have Jason Kidd on that staff than having him be in Dallas. Mm. So, still very early. I get all this. I'm just talking about being in the trenches, seeing what you see as teams need to work through on how they need to get better. Key. Yeah,
2: and even, even James Harden's shots last night were nice open looks. He, they just wasn't falling.
1: Yeah, there is something, no. It was Key. almost
2: like it, it, not out of shape, but not – at the shape he needs to be this early in the season.
1: Can I geek out for one second? You know, sometimes when I hear you talk about the routes that you run, it's going to take a major adjustment by Harden not to play into contact. Mm. A lot of his game is suited around playing into contact all the time. And they're, they're making it a huge stance in the league not to call that. And last night, I still see a lot of that from him. Fourth, that's a, like breaking arms, doing all that stuff, and they're not calling it. And he's looking here. like, What's here?" yeah, like if, if, you guys can't see because if you're in your car, but there's a pole, right? Like he will rake right through arms,
0: and the rest are looking at him like, we ain't calling that no more. Right, there, so, so now four layers. He's not – he had to rehab one, so he couldn't play enough. D'Antoni's not there is another. Kyrie's not there is another. And now they're enforcing the rules differently. Again – Foul calls are supposed to be there so you get a flowing kind of game, so the defense doesn't act up. Offensive players have manipulated the rule, just like in baseball. Hitters' work counts. Balls and strikes, walks are there to force the pitcher to throw strikes so we can watch guys swing the bat, not so we can watch them draw walks. No one wants to see guys draw walks or shoot free throws, right? But guys like James Harden have manipulated that and gotten great at it. They take that away, Jay. How long is it going to take him to adjust because he can obviously also hit shots. How long to adjust to the new rules?
1: I, I, I think by midseason he'll be okay. Or emphasis, new emphasis. I think by midseason he'll be okay. He just has to get back to playing body ball where you just can't expect to get calls. Yeah. You got to be aggressive.
0: That
2: it might you know, help him to, th- in the long run. I think it is going to
1: help him because, look, th- I'm going to tell you right now, sit in court side, Like, you know, when we all go to a game— like he has Key's body, yo.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, man.
1: No, but like Key, like <laughs> if you ever meet Keyshawn Johnson, you seem like damn. You six four, six five. Like you, you, like you are solid. Like James Harden is a solid individual, and then
0: some. So if he could play <laughs> nowadays, yeah, I mean, yeah. and
1: he's still playing in shape. But he can power through a lot of
0: stuff. Yeah. But I think he
1: needs to get back to that power. You know, it's mentality. funny because yeah. even
0: when we talk about his play, like James Harden, there have been so many instances where I'm like, in the in the playoffs, like what what just happened. A lot of times to me, it seems like. He, instead of looking to hit the shot, oh, I'm going to get the call. I'm going to go to the line. Why not? It's a higher percentage shot. Call. And if maybe it helps him in the long run because he's like, no, because he can shoot. No, I got to hit this and maybe, shot. And
2: maybe he gets those calls later in the season anyway. Mm-hmm. Instead of right now, early on, they don't want to give him that sort of stuff and switch over to the Lakers really quick. I think they'll be okay. They, they, their biggest problem is finding the right mix of rotation. That That's what they got to do. Their biggest problem is what do we do with Westbrook when LeBron's on the floor, do we give him the first six minutes of the game? Do we remove him from that? And then now he it's his unit, like we saw the other night, where all of a sudden he goes for 30. And, 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 and then when AD is on the floor with him, it's okay. But let AD LeBron play together. Let Westbrook AD play together, but not all three. I think they're still trying to figure that mix out. You know
1: what I've seen lately? Yes, it's only been like four or five yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. But it's crazy. Like, the Lakers don't intimidate nobody.
3: They not put yet. against
1: a, not yet, yeah. they put against the youngest team in the league last night. And Shea Gilgis Alexander and those boys, they were having fun on the court.
2: Like, that's, it, it's. Well, that's because they beat a brand.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I, I was I beat, that's was what going I think you're waiting to see from the Lakers yeah. where it gets to that point where it's like, and I think that's what Russ was trying to get to last night because Russ got kicked out of the game. Because Darius Baisley took the ball and dunked it with, like, four <laughs> seconds left, even though they're only like five. Like, they need to get back to being that team that mentally we're going to make you feel before, smaller than us. Before we get That's out of here. Who they need to be.
0: Before we get out of here. Because he Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook's going to be fine in the second. I'm, I'm not yes. worried about why it's going to be a mess yes. in the first half of the season. He'll be great in the second half. Of the season. New team. He's got to figure it out, right? I want to quickly I mean, mention I mean, the Chicago no, Bulls, ball, guys. Before we get out of here, I want to quickly mention the Chicago Bulls. Jay. They made the trade for Vucevic, Vucevic, one of the best overall centers. They brought in Lonzo Ball. That's 40% of the team right there. Per- kind of a perfect guard to play next to anybody. Can shoot, can defend, can rebound, whatever you want him to do. They brought in DeMar DeRozan. That's 60% of the starting lineup, an all-star mid-range shooter and slasher. And they drafted Patrick uh, uh, Patrick Williams. Williams, Patrick Williams, who, who might be the most talented guy on the team. They took. They they completely remade this roster. And when Key brings up, how would they do in a series against a team with elite talent like the Nets? We have to pause for a second.
1: We do, and we're going to find out tonight when they play against the Knicks about their depth defensively, and about their bench for the Bulls, because that's the one question you have for the Bulls.
0: Back to football coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. If your pet is hurt in a car accident, Progressive pays up to $1,000 in vet expenses with free pet coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Coming up next, why Baker Mayfield may have to play through injury this week. That's next, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, and ESPN News. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in present select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Pastor Key, can you bring in our next guest?
2: <laughs> a,
0: a beat comes on, you just lose the whole game yeah, plan. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to be
1: Pastor Key bringing in our next guest.
2: Man, you just start it. It just you know.
0: It didn't vibe know, with the with the music. No, Super
2: because I'm, because. You, you should you, play some church music. Come on. No, nah, we ain't gonna do him yeah. like that. No, not at all. I, I feel I'm, you. I mean, I'm you smellin know, smelling money though. I'm, I'm Smelling money. No, man. i was just trying that, to be what clean, was sponsor bro. over there? What was the bank? That you capital One. Capital One. one. Capital One. one. Capital one. I mean, capital one. I'm, I'm smelling Capital One all day long. I, I mean, mean, I don't even I mean, want to know. I don't even want to know what it costs, but I want to know how much are you wearing right now? I mean, I'm
5: doing. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay.
2: Ooh, he got, yeah, they, no, they, I'm doing okay. They, they clean too. I'm doing I'm okay. Doing okay. Yeah. I yeah. love that lot. I'm doing you know, I ain't okay. Gonna, I ain't, I'm not going to let everybody <laughs> in, in my
5: pockets, but I'm the, doing okay. The, the okay. coldest
2: thing about the shoes is they just not leather. Yeah. Interior
0: crocodile alligator. This, all why you
2: all <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all? Why y'all
5: putting all my business
2: out there on the street? <laughs> you know better than that. <laughs> trying to put say, my I business on the street. I ain't said nothing about. I'm just telling the You clean. I run New York. I it, well, right you, now I feel like Woody getting ready to go to the Super Bowl. Hmm. I mean, you well, know, but see, you know what it
5: is, man. Like I got to hold it down for the big fellas. Yep. You know, because there's a stereotype out there, big fellas be you know be sloppy. sloppy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm that. You know, I'm here uh, to rep the big fellas. We we uh, no, nah, we you from we New York. You tell ain't gonna them to be sloppy. No, I'm from Virginia. Oh, I'm Virginia. from Virginia. Okay. I'm from oh, Virginia. Virginia. I'm always holding down. There's always a New
0: York Virginia connection. You yeah, but I'm gonna hold it down.
2: Okay, you're gonna be sloppy. That ain't no. Yeah,
5: I'm not doing that.
2: Mm-mm. I can show you some sloppy linemen. In what <laughs> not at all. Damian
0: Woody, two-time Super Bowl champion, ESPN NFL analyst, joins us in the studio, giving us straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Although so that, that's not Patriots money, that's Jets money, right there. That's uh, no, yes. that's Patriots
1: Man, money. No. Stay out of this man's bank no, account. No, we, Listen,
0: you know how it goes. So you Patriots make money? your bones with the Patriots, and you go get paid somewhere else. No, you know how that no, works. No, no, no,
2: no, it's Patriot money. You know why? Why is that? Because that's just the extra Super Bowl money that he got from the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, well, right. I that him, might let's be playoff right. Playoff money. That's <laughs> playoff chess. That was that Super Bowl money. He decided to spend that on some gear. I know what he did.
0: Damien giving <laughs> you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Um, so we're going to get into some of the NFL storylines, Baker Mayfield's injury. Um, yesterday we were talking about athletes and what's the toughest thing you ever seen on a field and this and that. Um coming off of the fibula, the broken fibula, Charlie Morton in the World Series. Is it true you played on a torn
5: Achilles in a playoff game? I did. What? I did. Ooh. I. Uh, it was. A, it was. Um, That's holding up a lot of weight, that Achilles, too. Let's did, be real. It it's a big it's, guy right there. It, it's hold, it was holding up a lot. Yeah, it was literally the, the last drive um, of a wild card game. We played against the Indianapolis Colts on the road. And uh, the, the very first player to drive, I just took a step back. I wasn't blocking any – I wasn't touching anyone. I, and I just felt it just pop and roll up into my calf, oh. and and but you know so I just at the, you know we're in the two minute drill, yeah. So I just try to manage a couple of plays, and then we had a stoppage, and I was able to hop my way off the field and get my Getting you know. It hurt? Oh man, it felt like I got shot in the back of my calf. Yeah, that's what like it saying. like when you when when you know you know like there but is why, no.
2: But why did you keep playing though?
5: Because keep my mind was just like. We're in the middle of a 2 minute drive. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. I just, you know, you know how it is, man. Sometimes like you get hurt and you just I don't know, man, mentally. I always say guys that play football we're a little crazy. Yeah. So we just do stuff that's not really, you know, you you're not really mm-hmm. thinking about it. So I played a couple plays, we had a stoppage and then I hopped mm-hmm. my behind off the field. I how either. were you able to play during those plays though? Man, shoot. You I just managed, man. I just in my mind I'm like I'm not, you know I'm not gonna let my guy. I'm not, I'm not gonna let my QB get hit. I don't care so if it I got run, a run plays, or pass not plays. a pass plays. So you had uh, to lean back. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. based on one leg, man. So, oh, so you
2: just was kind of like. Yeah,
5: I was like, yeah, I was literally out there on one leg, man. But at the end of the day, if I got to tackle somebody before they before did, they wait, hit the did quarterback, you win? did we win? Yeah, we won on the last second field goal. I
2: mean, man, see, yeah,
1: could, but everybody I, need linemen like him. Certain ugh. things,
2: I just I don't know. I don't know if I I, I ain't built. I mean, like I play that. a different position. I guess. If I had to, I probably could withstand the pain, but I just know from breaking my ankle, and I thought about still trying to play in that giant game because I had an incentive that I needed to get. <laughs> 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 well, I broke my no for real. Going into the game, I needed 44 yards to get a half a million dollars. So, and we went over in the locker room early, and you know, in the yeah. locker room before the game. Hey, what you need? You need this? You need. So we're like, cool, Vinny. Go, okay, I got. We got it. We could get you. So they throw the deep crosser to me. Bam, I get 22. My snap. I could hear snap. Now halfway I'm like, there. Damn it. I'm ha- it's the first quarter. Oh. So I knew I was going to get it. Uh. And I tried to get up. I asked the trainer. I said, man, could, is there anything I could do? I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no. ain't nothing <laughs> you
1: can
5: do. You wanted that bread.
2: Well, speaking of Half one of the bread.
1: Million. One of the bread. Baker Mayfield, if you're sitting there watching Case Keenum and he's about to play again, you taking money out of your pocket, what, what would you do?
5: Well, I mean, listen. It's not even up to Baker Mayfield, really. I mean, listen. If you're the coaching staff, a hundred percent, Case Keenum is better than a eighty percent back Baker Mayfield. Hundred percent. Because I don't think the difference between Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum is that wide,
2: anyway. So listen, you listen. Do, 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 you no, saw no, no, you I, I, you me, saw. Do me a favor. Are we agreed on do this. Do me a favor, sir. Explain that one more time to J D Williams, please. Because me and Max tried to tell him this. A little earlier, let him let him explain to you, JD. Listen, I always talk about there's
5: different there's different levels to this as mm-hmm. far as quarterbacks are concerned. There are quarterbacks that can literally put a team on their back, on their shoulders, and will them to win. There are guys that you can win with, and that's what Baker Mayfield is. Baker Mayfield is a guy that you can win with. He's not a guy that's going to elevate your team. And put his team, put the team on his back. That's not the way the Cleveland Browns... He's in are the built. same
0: bucket Look, as Case Keenum. Keenum you like he, him a little better. Like,
5: Case Keenum is a guy... He's not going to go out here and hurt you. He's going to run the system. He'll be efficient. He'll get the balls to the play, to the to all the other playmakers on the team. And that's how the Cleveland Browns can win because they are that talented. They got the best offensive line in the league. They got the best backfield in the league. They got wide receivers, and they got guys on defense that can get it done. All Case Keenum got to do is go out there and don't screw it up. Mm-hmm. Don't screw it up. Make plays here and there. Hand the ball off to the running backs. Cleveland can win that way. Baker Mayfield is basically that that same type of guy, that's he would, what he is. I know
1: both of you guys know more football. You guys have gotten more football than I will ever know. I just want to clarify. My point was not that Case Keenum can't do it in the interim. Max was starting going down the road that they they could take Case Keenum f- for long-term. And I'm sitting there saying, whoa, whoa, wait a second. For, well, for here's here, the money. Well, okay. for- well, here,
5: here. I think this is what Max is talking about. It, it, it's re- As it relates to contract money, because are you willing to throw – $35, $40 million at a guy that can't elevate your team? Is that—is that what when you want to – Do you want to destroy your <laughs> salary cap Damien, on a guy that, that can't elevate his team? Go Damien, before, real quick real quick, before <laughs>
0: we go to the Now break. we to yeah, hear, right <laughs> hear something crazy. <laughs> da- Damien, what was your bench again?
5: What was your bench when you were in the league? Like 540 – it was 545. Oh, 545. Oh, so what that's did you it? squat? What do you mean that's it? Huh? What did you squat? 675. That's yeah, of course, they, who,
0: Cause Achilles could ever function after this? Well, you
5: do need your Achilles, man. <laughs> yes, no, I'm saying I can't even
0: imagine you
2: it. <laughs> Thank you, Damian Woody. Damian that's Damian the great Damian life, Woody, James ladies and, and gentlemen. Keyshawn,
0: Jay Will, and Max presented I'm by Progressive Insurance. In All phone order. guests <laughs> on the Goodyear hotline. Coming up next, why Deshaun Watson won't end up in a Panthers uniform. The Keyshawn, Jay
5: Will, and Max podcast.
0: The Carolina Panthers Mm-mm-mm. will not pursue Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson with the NFL trade deadline approaching Tuesday. A league source confirmed to ESPN on Wednesday. That's yesterday. Key, were you? What was your reaction to that?
2: That which part? That the Carolina? That they're just not going to
0: pursue him, or is that what they said? In fact,
2: I mean, well, if they if they said that and confirmed to ESPN, I'm going to assume that our top-notch reporters, have the information. A guy like Adam Shefty, for instance, would have that information. If it's just going on a press conference and Matt Rule not mentioning Deshaun Watson's name and just staying on Sam Darnold, I can't come to that conclusion. But based on the report from us, then I trust our reporters that they got that information
0: from somebody. Earlier in the show, we played – the the sound from the presser and key was like well they're not allowed to comment so they're not really saying they're not going after him but now yes we have Adam Schefter ESPN senior NFL insider here with us on the Goodyear Hotline good morning Adam
4: good morning guys how you doing what's What's up buddy
0: we have questions we know you have answers the Panthers said they're out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes first of all did they in fact say that is it were were they simply not able to answer the question about another player.
4: No, they're not, in, they're not going forward with Deshaun Watson right now. And it reminds me almost of the idea where basically they're breaking up with him before he could break up with them because it wasn't going to happen by the trade deadline anyway. It didn't sound like he was all that interested in going to Carolina. And so they said, you know what, we're out of the Deshaun talks. We're not going to be involved in this right now. Maybe in the offseason, if he's still in Houston, If he's still available, maybe at that time we'll revisit it, but we're going to concentrate on this season, see how it plays out, and we're going to table this till after the season. Right now, not interested.
2: Adam, what is the likelihood that the big fish in Deshaun Watson does not actually get traded before the deadline?
4: I think it's real. Listen, I can't tell you the number of times I've gotten a call or a text in the last five, six months going back to the start of the summer that Deshaun Watson's getting traded. Get ready. Here it comes. (laughs) Where where, where is it? It was happening in July. It was happening in August. It was happening right before training camp. It was happening before the start of the season. It was happening last week. It was happening this week. It hasn't happened. And so now we're down to Tuesday, 4 o'clock Eastern deadline. And if I had bet a dollar today, I would say he's not traded. Now, that doesn't mean he won't be. He could. But there have been so many false alarms here. And let's also keep in mind, There are 22 civil lawsuits right now, 10 criminal complaints involving sexual harassment, inappropriate behavior, and Deshaun Watson has maintained all along he believes he's done nothing wrong and that he's innocent. So you don't know what to believe. The NFL has not found enough evidence so far to put him on the commissioner's exemplist. They've allowed him to be on the Houston Texans roster. The Texans have kind of danced around this and not gotten a deal done for whatever reason. Other teams haven't been willing to give up what the Texans have wanted. The legal situation hangs out there unresolved, whichever way it's going to be handled. And so there's still a lot of questions. Now, that doesn't mean it couldn't get done. Of course it could. Deadlines usually spur action. But there's still so much that needs to be sorted out and sifted through here that I think it's very fair to wonder if something will get done by the 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. Tuesday deadline that a trade has to be done by.
2: Hey, Adam, real quick for me. Let's stay on the Texans for a minute. Why did they move on from Mark Ingram and send him to New Orleans, a team that drafted him?
4: Essentially, I think that just about any player on the Texans roster is available for a draft pick. And they're in rebuilding mode, and they know that. And Mark Mark Ingram's a veteran running back who, he's not going to be there long term. He's not going to be there if and when Houston can turn it around when it's winning again. And so if you can get a late-round draft pick, a swap of picks, not very much, but some draft currency. The more draft currency you can get in Houston right now, the better off you will be in the future. And so that's ultimately what the Texans decided to do.
1: Shefty, what's the latest on Dak Prescott's status heading into this
4: week's Sunday night matchup versus the Vikings? Jay, Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys head coach, said yesterday that Dak has to cross a certain threshold before they sign off on him playing, which just tells you that they're being careful, cautious, want to see him this week before they make any final judgments about whether he will or won't be available on Sunday night. And just think about all the calf injuries across the league. Michael Gallup, the Cowboys wide receiver, different position, get it. He suffered a calf injury in the preseason, still has not play yet this summer or this season. Jimmy Garoppolo, calf injury, didn't play. George Kittle, calf injury, IR. We can go on and on with all these calf injuries, Dak Prescott suffered it on the last play of the win in the great game, the great win at New England. They had the bye week last week for him to undergo treatment, get rest. And he's responded well, and he's where they want him to be. But before they sign off on him playing Sunday night, if they sign off on him playing Sunday night, they want to see how he gets through the week, how he manages it. And the people at practice yesterday said that Dak looked like Dak. You couldn't tell much of a difference. Not that you would with a calf muscle, But the fact of the matter is they were encouraged by what they saw and still need to see more before he's cleared to play Sunday night.
2: Hey, Adam, let's laugh a little bit here because this is funny to me, just like I'm sure it is to you. We talk about the offseason and some of the things, the wild things that went on this past offseason. Aaron Rodgers told the Pat McAfee show that he is having the time of his life in Green Bay right now after everything that went on and transpired in the offseason – What's the confidence level now you think in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers saying that?
4: Well, listen, they're winning right now, Key, and they're amongst the best teams in football, and I would imagine that he's having the time of his life when you're 6 and 1 going into a Thursday night game against Arizona, you know you've got a bye week in ahead. Yeah, that's very enjoyable. Uh they they've won 6 straight games after losing in New Orleans. So, yes, when you are winning in the NFL, Uh, Most everybody's having the time of their life. Everybody in Arizona is having the time of their life. I still am not convinced that anything's different with the situation, and it's tabled for this season. It'll be addressed again after this offseason or this season in the offseason. So, again, he's enjoying it now. Mm -hmm. um, But we know that there are more decisions and discussions to be had after this season.
1: Chef, we got about 20 seconds left. What's the latest on J.J. Watt's shoulder injury?
4: He's going to need surgery. It's likely going to end his season. He suffered it in the second quarter on Sunday, played the rest of the game with it, and that's a blow to the Arizona Cardinals who ruled him out of last night's or tonight's game yesterday, and now he's going to have to have that surgery. spent the week meeting with doctors, medical specialists, and that was the determination that they came to last night. J.J. Watt out indefinitely.
0: Mm. 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 Thank you, Adam, as always. Great for the uh, clarification. On the uh, <laughs> especially on the Deshaun Watson situation. Yep, we keep waiting for it to happen, and yet it has not Still happened. Will not happen. Let's
4: go Wolverines! Let's go, Michigan! <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Adam. Yo, big game, big game Saturday. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All, All right, right,
0: Shefty. All right. So coming up next, uh, turns out that um, we're not as good at gambling as we thought we might be. Aye. We'll explain oh, next. Geez. Keyshawn J Will and Max. I'm broke on ESPN Radio, Already? the ESPN app, and ESPN News.
2: Can I get a loan? Keyshawn J Will and Max, the podcast.